Welcome back to PMP with Ari. Thank you for tuning in for episode two titled Dear Brianna Taylor. Um, as you guys know, and I was supposed to have a special guest this week. I talked about my last podcast, but um, due to the recent news of the Brianna Taylor case, I just did not feel comfortable moving forward in my podcast without addressing it. I'm talking about it, diving deep into it, and just talking about how um, you know our peace has been disturbed and what we can do um, ultimately to protect our peace and really just um, channel good vibes because I know it's really hard during this time. I'm actually really frustrated that I have to do this episode. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this episode. Um, it's a shame that I even had to have done this episode. And I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. I'm really sad. I'm mentally drained. Uh, I'm angry. But the one emotion that I'm just not feeling is surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised about the charges. I'm not surprised that we didn't get justice. I'm not surprised that they didn't hear us. Um, I'm not surprised that another black life was lost and no justice was served. So in tonight's episode, we're going to just dive deep into that, talk about um, the Black Lives Matter movement, talk about Breonna Taylor's case, and talk about how this impacts all of our lives and, um, and just how this is really affecting us on an everyday basis. I titled this episode Dear Brianna Taylor because these are all things that I wish that I can say to her right now. Um, so yeah, just kind of rock with me for this episode. So we all seen the news that two out of three of the cops in Brianna Taylor's case were charged with nothing. <laughs> One was face. One is facing charges for firing blindly, um, in an adjoining apartment. Um, again, that has nothing to do with Brianna Taylor's case. If we're being honest, that has nothing to do with justice for her. Um, if I'm being quite frank, they murdered her. Um, and that's just what it is. And for two out of the three to be let free. And for the third to be facing charges for firing blindly, I, I'm appalled. Um, like I said before, I'm not surprised. Uh, Brianna Taylor was 25, I believe, um, when she lost her life tragically in the hands of the police. Um, she was in her apartment sleeping, <laughs> where we should be safe in our own home, in our own bed, uh, not doing anything that should you know, cause us to be shot, which I don't feel like anything um, is a reasonable cause to be shot. But um, she was at home with her boyfriend at the time when the police busted in and took her life. Um, when I think about her life, she was an emergency. Um, she was an emergency room technician, 25 young black woman, I just think of how similar we were, how this could happen to me, how this could happen to my friends, how this could happen to anyone I know, like how you could just be in your house and your life be taken. And I think that, I think for me, that is the scariest part is that like, 
this could be anybody. This could be me. This could be my mom. This could be my little brother. This could be my cousins. This could be my best friend. Um, that this could happen to. And I think that's what scares me the most is that you just never know, you know, what, what you're going to get out of this world. And, um, you just never know what could happen. Especially, I think what also scares me is that we're supposed to look to the police for safety and we're supposed to look to the police when, you know, when things are going wrong and we need them to come in and we need them, um, to protect us, you know, the term, um, they serve to protect us, but they're taking our lives. So how are you protecting us? Um, I think that really is what is scaring me the most. And it's just crazy that I thought that our voices were loud enough this time. I thought that they heard us. I thought that we righted enough. I thought that we were loud enough. Um, I thought that they understood that justice finally needed to be served. I thought um, that they understood that this was not okay. And, of course, that didn't happen. And, of course, no justice was served. Um, and for me, I think that that just really breaks, like, my spirit. Um, like I said before, I'm extremely mentally drained. You probably can tell from my voice, but I am mentally drained. I am trying to find my peace. I'm trying to find positivity during this time but it's just so hard it is so hard and like I talked about in the first episode not all the time are you going to be able to find peace and positivity um right now I think it's okay to sit and be angry I think it's okay to not have peace I think um it's okay to deal with those emotions because at the end of the day you're never going to find peace without sitting in the emotions that you're currently feeling without dealing with those emotions and pushing them aside only causes for them to resurface in worse ways. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the term that you were never born a certain way. You were never born angry. You are never born sad. You were never born to do this or that. You know, it, it's typically caused by something um, that's happened that you've chose to push down deep inside and not deal with. So I think it's really important that we deal with the feelings that we are going through. Um, and for me... Right now, I'm dealing with anger, I'm dealing with sadness, I'm dealing with just being mentally tired. You know, we've been fighting this fight for forever, literally forever. Um, And you think that you just come to a time where you're like, don't understand. Like, they will finally understand and then, you know, we're not, um, we're mistaken. (laughs) They're not, they don't understand, they'll never understand. Um, I don't know how loud we have to be, how... Many times we have to riot. How many times we have to say Breonna Taylor? How many times we have to say George Floyd for them to understand that um, we're not letting down. This fight is something that we will fight until the end of our time. And until they decide that they want to hear us, we're going to keep fighting. Um, but kind of to play off of the title of the episode, there are some things that if I was standing in front of Breonna Taylor that I wish I could say. Um, the first thing is, I'm sorry the system is like this. I am sorry that 25 years on this earth wasn't enough and that's all you got. Um, I'm sorry justice was not served. I'm sorry that we were not loud enough. 
I am sorry that we didn't say your name enough. I'm sorry that we were silly enough to think that they heard us. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry that your life ended in the way that you did. I'm sorry that you were doing everything um, that you could to be successful in this world. And your life was tragically taken at the hands of people that were supposed to protect us. Um, If you guys didn't know... They offered Brianna's Taylor, Brianna Taylor's mom a $12 million settlement. And for me, I just feel like if you're willing to offer someone $12 million, someone's mom $12 million for the death of their child, then you know that at some point you guys went wrong about the situation. So now you guys are trying to cover it up with money. Um, $12 million is a lot of money, but $12 million will never put Brianna Taylor back on this earth. $12 million will never give back Breonna Taylor's mom, her daughter, back. $12 million will never give Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, his girlfriend, back. Um, Breonna, $12 million will never replace Breonna Taylor. And I think that the least they could have done was serve justice. Um, but $12 million, $12 million means nothing when you let her killers go free. Um, and for me, when I heard about the $12 million settlement, I honestly, I was appalled because then it was followed by the indictments and the charges that the police officers were facing. And I couldn't believe that, that, that they felt that charging one of the officers for firing blindly was justice being served. Um. I think it's crazy that, um, you know, we really have seen the Black Lives Matter movement come to fruition these past couple months. Um, It's always been something that's been a thing, but definitely within, um, you know, we think about the Maude Aubrey situation that occurred earlier this year and the George Floyd. And we see how the world um, really came together and demanded justice and we really just have seen how the Black Lives Matter movement has came together and we see uh, we see all these people, all these different walks of life come together really just for change, you know, to inspire change, um, to work on getting change, to serve justice, um, to protest, to say people's names, to um, raise awareness, to inform people, to educate people, all these different things. And still no justice has been served. Um, And I also think what's crazy is, but people have a problem with the way we protest. Let's talk about the looting, okay? So people are mad that buildings are being burned down. Um, But you aren't mad enough that someone's innocent life was taken. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying... Um, you know, I'm not saying that it's necessarily okay to be burning these buildings down, to be breaking into these, um, businesses, but y'all are going to feel our wrath one way or the other. You guys are going to hear us. And if we need to break into some buildings, if we need to burn some buildings down, um, to get your attention, then that's what we're going to do. But you can't take away the fact that an innocent life has been taken away, but you guys want to serve justice for a building being burned down that can be rebuilt. But a life 
that's being taken away cannot be put back on this earth. No matter how hard we try, no matter how much we try to relive their spirit, um, they'll never be physically here on this earth again, but a building can be rebuilt. You guys offered $12 million um, to Breonna Taylor's mom, so you guys have the money to rebuild the, you know, the buildings, but if we're being honest, I don't think that we can pick, people can be mad about the way that we express our anger. Um, of course, we're going to go out and protest. Of course, um, we're going to make people aware of what's going on. You know, we let's talk about when the George Floyd situation came about and, and protests were breaking out everywhere in this world um, because people were tired. People were tired. It was it was to a point where we were facing a pandemic on top of innocent black lives being murdered. You know what I mean? So it was just like a pandemic on top of a pandemic. And I honestly don't know how people thought that we were going to go about handling this. But for them to be upset about the way that we protest and the way that we use our voices, and it just goes to show that people have been trying to silence black voices for forever. For forever. People have been trying to silence our voices for forever. And that's why I say it's so freaking important that you speak up now more than ever. You need to let people know that, no, my voice will not be silenced. No, you will hear me. I'm going to say what I need to say until you understand I'm going to keep speaking because, because just like you get to have an opinion on a situation, I get to have an opinion on a situation. Whether you agree with that um, opinion, it's up to you. But that doesn't mean that you get to shut down my voice because I'm black. My voice matters just as much as yours. My, ancest my ancestors fought for years for my voice to be heard. And you think that I'm going to sit back and be quiet and you have a problem with the way that I use my voice and express my anger and express what's going on. But you're not in the same situation as us. And that that's really just frustrating for me. Um, yeah, so I I say all of this and I dedicate this episode to Brianna Taylor because I feel like there are so many lives being lost at the hands of gun violence due to police officers um i think a lot of times what what really i know i'm like jumping back and forth but i i just my brain is just filled with so much stuff um what killed me during all this stuff going on in the world is people saying well you guys kill your own people or what about black on black crime let's talk about black on black crime first of all black on black crime is not a thing Okay, have you ever heard somebody say white on white crime? Crime is crime. Let's start there. Uh, especially, no black person killed another black person because of the color of their skin. <laughs> so it's, there's no such thing as a black on black crime, white on white crime, Asian on Asian crime, Chinese on Chinese crime, Mexican on Mexican crime. There, There's literally no such thing as that. And I wish people would get that out of their brains and stop trying to compare that. Um to police officers killing innocent people. Um, and I just I just really find that so crazy. And it's, it really is mind-boggling because that just doesn't exist. And it's almost trying to take away from the simple fact um, that an innocent life was lost at the hands of somebody that was supposed to protect us. So I think that that honestly is just crazy. But... Yes, I dedicate this episode to Brianna Taylor because I felt like 
my podcast couldn't move forward without addressing this. I felt like um, it's really hard to find peace during this time, especially for me. Um, I think that I, I'm a very, I like to say I'm very in tune with my emotions. When I'm feeling something, I feel it and I feel it hard. When I'm mad, I'm mad. When I'm sad, I'm sad. When I'm upset, I'm upset. And I sit in those feelings and I um, am very aware of that with myself. So it's really hard for me to find peace without addressing what's going on. Um, and I know that that, that is, a, you know, that bleh, I know that that is something that a lot of people deal with. And so to for me to dedicate this episode to Rihanna Table is one, the least that I could do, the least. Um, but second, secondly, it also is putting shedding a light on other people who have lost their life um, to violence and letting them know that you know, while you're not here anymore, we're still fighting for you. We're still fighting for justice just because, um, you know, justice was not served this time doesn't mean that we're letting go of Breonna Taylor's name. Doesn't mean that we're going to stop fighting for her. Doesn't mean we're going to stop advocating for her. Um, doesn't mean we're going to stop for George Floyd. Doesn't mean we're going to stop for Ma Aubrey. Um, it just, it doesn't mean that we're going to stop for the countless lives who have been lost to gun violence through, um, police gun violence, so police brutality. But I think right now, the best way that we can find our peace and our positivity is, you know, living for Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, living, um, living for George Floyd, living for Ma Aubrey, living for, uh, Trayvon Martin, living for Tamir Rice, living for all these people that can't live anymore. Um, advocating for them, you know, letting them know that the fight is not over. I think that's really important right now. And I think it's really important to take time for yourself. Uh, I remember, if you guys don't know, I'm the vice president of Black Student Union here on Indiana University's campus. And during the summer, um, you know, a lot of stuff was going on during the summer and it was a lot of people calling on the Black Student Union, and for me, it was so mentally draining because while I am black, and I have to sit in the fact that I lost a beautiful black brother, a beautiful black sister, um, tragically, I had to suck it up, and okay, it's time to get to work. What can we do? Um, what can we do on campus? What can we do to really advocate for them? What can we do to make sure our voices are heard on campus? You know, we had hundreds and hundreds of emails coming in for the black student union um what you know asking well what should we do how can we help you guys when i haven't even got to sit and think about it in a perspective just being a black woman just being an african-american just being a black student at a pwi just being you know just being me and i think that sometimes we don't really sit in our feelings and deal with them and I feel like that's really important when we're trying to find healing and peace. Um, so I think taking some time for ourselves. I think what really helped me during this time is working out. I took a lot of my anger out at the gym. Um, I did a lot of, you know, finding myself in the gym, if that makes sense. Um, and it really gave me time to just take my mind off of things and, and relax before I went back and deep diving into um you know, trying to advocate and trying to help and all that. And I just want people to understand that it is okay to take time for yourself. You know, I think people feel guilty, like, well, they can't be here anymore, so I have to advocate for them all the time. And, 
And while, yes, you should be advocating for someone all the time and, and, you know, going out and doing the extra mile, but you can't do stuff for other people when you can't do for yourself. So it's important that you take time for yourself and really dive deep into those feelings. Um, And also, I think that we have to... I don't think that Brianna Taylor would want us to be her sad. I think that she would want us to rejoice in her name. Um, I think she would want us, you know, to fight for her as well. But I don't think that she would want us to be her sad. I think while we can't educate people and we can't talk about her, we don't have to talk about her as Brianna Taylor who was shot by the police, you know. It was Brianna Taylor who was an emergency room technician. It was Brianna Taylor who was a beautiful black woman. It was Brianna Taylor who did this, this, and this. Um, and I think that's important. I think that's a way of spreading positivity is, you know, making her name positive. I think a lot of the times we have to, we carry this negative weight of like, okay, this is Brianna Taylor who was killed by the police. When she did so much more before she was tragically murdered. And I think that's important that we, you know, shed a spotlight on that too. So when we're talking about her and talking about George Floyd and talking about anyone else who's lost their life, um, talk about them in a positive light. Talk about the. I think it's important that we don't always just focus on the negative negative things, but focus on the things that they did, their accomplishments, um, the things that they worked so hard for people to see and acknowledge. I think that's really important because sometimes we hold so much weight in their name of them just being murdered by the police when they were so much more. Um, while they were on this earth and so much more now but I think that's really important um but I really want to talk about forms of protest um it's important that our voices like I said do not be silenced right now so you know even if it's just you sharing that post on Instagram if if it's you signing those petitions if it's you going out and protesting um do something do something if it's you donating to a cause do something, but do not let your voice be silent. Do not go by just thinking your voice doesn't matter. Your voice matters. Um, and I say this, go out and vote. You know, the election is coming up. Uh, I think these are always, these are all forms of protest. These are always to make a change. I think we get so caught up in, oh, I'm just one voice. But if everybody's thinking that, imagine, you know, what one voice can do. Imagine what you going to vote and then you telling your family, oh, I just voted and they haven't voted in years, so now you're getting them to vote. Or you're educating people on what the importance of voting because somebody educated you on the importance of voting. That one voice can go a long way. It's not just about casting that ballot or sharing that post or doing this, this, and this. You are you are inspiring others to, you know, join the fight of this movement. So I think it's really important that we go out and we use our voices because it just doesn't affect us in one way but multiple um but yes some other ways that I would like people to protect their peace go out and do things um I think it's really important to have a just a clean area clean space so for me I smudge which is saging I smudge my room every week I smudge it while the window is open which that allows for all the bad energy that is in my room to go out I spend a lot of time in my room I record my podcast in my room I do homework in my room. I literally do everything in this room due to COVID-19. So it's really important that my space be clean, my space be um, free of all bad energy. So if that's something that you're interested in, um, I definitely would get into smudging, saging, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, this podcast has also helped me, you know, protect my peace. It allows me to get my thoughts out, um, while others can hear it and learn from them. But whether that be writing in a journal, um, you know, some people are more artistic, uh, when it comes like drawing, singing, writing a rap about how you're feeling. Um, even like, you know, going on walks, going to the gym, taking baths, like find something that is making you happy because this world is filled with so much negativity that it's so hard to find your happiness happiness within but it is so important that you do because it's like I said in the first episode this world will eat you and spit you out if you let it um so it's really important that you find your peace but overall I wanted to just get on this podcast and let you guys know that the fight for Breonna Taylor is not over. I will be fighting for her. I hope you all join the fight. Breonna Taylor's name will not be forgotten. George Floyd's name will not be forgotten. Nobody's name will be forgotten in this fight. Um, If you need more information on how you can join the fight, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter or anything of that nature. Um, If you need more information on how to, you know, protect your mental health, during this time, please reach out to me. If you really just need somebody t- to listen to you and give you advice, please reach out to me. I am here, um, willing to help in any way sort I can. So please use your resources. But I just do not want anyone um, just sitting in negativity or being sad or um, not knowing how to deal with their feelings in this time. I really completely understand that this is a hard time for everybody and yes so that is pnp for the week i hope that you enjoyed it i hope that you learned something from it um i will be getting online on live sometime soon so that you guys can kind of tune in ask some questions for me um and next week we'll be back to the regular schedule program um and while we'll bring that special guest on we will have that special conversation and I look forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you for tuning into PNP with Ari. As always, I am your host, Ariana. And thank you again and again and again for supporting me. Thank you for tuning into PNP with Ari. Later.